from RF Smart. This is Taking Inventory, a podcast all about better controlling your supply chain and improving inventory management. And now, your host, Sarah Archer. Welcome to Taking Inventory, the RF Smart podcast. My name is Sarah Archer. And on this podcast, we talk about ERP, WMS, and we talk about customers that are utilizing technology to make their workplace more efficient and accurate. And today I have one of those customers with me. Adam Taylor is on the line from PetShopCo.uk. I'm going to let him introduce himself more here in a moment. But Adam, having you on the podcast is kind of a big deal because you are the first customer we've had on the podcast that's based outside of North America. So Adam is in the UK. Um, we have have spoken to um, a member of our sales team who's in Australia, but this is our first international customer. Um, some of you may or may not know that RF Smart is a global company. We have an office in the UK. But Adam, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Please tell us a little bit more about yourself and then about your business, Pet Shop. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for having me. Um, yes. I, I'm Adam. I'm the uh, founder, or I should say co-founder um, the other founder is my wife of a company called Pet Shop Good UK. Uh, we're one of the largest um, online pet shops in the U- in the UK, um, and we sell ultimately uh, ten thousand weird and wonderful and also everyday pet products to the pet parents of uh, Britain, and on, on our on our um, NetSuite uh, website um, uh, here in the UK. Um, I guess yeah. To to wrap up. Uh, I'm a father of three, soon to be three daughters, and uh, and uh, I live live here in uh, in the middle of England in Shakespeare County, Warwickshire. And you know, I have to ask, you have pets, right? You you have to have pets yes, if you yes. run a pet right, company. Yes. Yeah, it, the the business uh, the business idea originally originated from my uh, from my sort of personal experience. I've always grown up with. Uh, with pets, um, uh, I've, I have, I, I had, uh, I have three sisters, and our house is always full of pets and friends, and so it's always a bit of a zoo in our house. Um, but we've had everything from goldfish, hamsters, house, household rabbits, to dogs and cats. And um, I, I definitely, I set up the business originally seeing my mother struggling with pet supplies and constantly running out, and and, and now I have moved out of home, uh, um, and it, there was an interesting period when. I talked about my pets and people assumed they were here and wanted to take photos of me and my pets uh, here. But my family actually live in New York and it was a bit awkward because I didn't have any <laughs> pets in the UK. Um, but I, as a result of that, I've now got two cats uh, here in the UK, but it was my family pets still in New York. Oh, man, I'm glad you're a cat person. I'm a cat person, too. So we'll get along great. I have one yeah. cat. Yeah, c- cats are definitely the pet for the busy working professionals, <laughs> as I say, because yeah, you don't have to walk them per se, you know. And they're smaller, de- well, depending. My cat is 18 pounds. She's massive. She's like a huge <laughs> yeah. cat. So um, she is bigger than some small dogs, I guess. But <laughs> um, Adam, one of the questions that we get very, very often is around ROI, um, which also means return on investment. Um, and and how to use NetSuite and RF Smart to actually prove that there is value in the investment that you've made, uh, which is very important. And so we're, we're going to get to that in a moment because Pet Shop is doing such an amazing job of measuring success and then using that success to make decisions, which is what this is all about. Um, but can you kind of start? I think that it would be helpful for everyone listening if you would give sort of a timeline overview 
of your implementation. So when you started implementing NetSuite, uh, when you implemented RF Smart, and then maybe some of the um, changes that you've made as you've implemented these technologies. Yeah, yes, certainly. So we, 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 I guess just to start at the beginning, we, so we set up the business back in 2010. Um, it was in 2014 that we um, realized we needed a um, an entire sort of business um, ERP system. Um, so, so that's it was 2014. We started using NetSuite, um, and back then we were operating out of a sort of well, actually an 8,000 square foot warehouse, um, and it was in sort of 2000 and 2017 that we then moved into a new warehouse um, to facilitate growth, and that was about a 40,000 square foot warehouse where we we kind of realized very quickly we we needed a um, a, a more a, we needed a, a warehouse management system to help uh, us run our business effectively. And that's kind of when we started doing the um, sort of research investigation and we came across our smart um, around that time. And, and I think we, we actually, we've now been using our smart for just, just uh, I guess just coming up to two years now. Um, so 2018, 2019, we sort of, w- w- we signed up and then went live Um and um, yeah, I mean, I guess to sort of share kind of the journey because I spent ages kind of researching w- different WMS systems and and so on. And I think what really stood out for uh, RSMART for us was um, one, it's um, it, it, the fact that it's in uh, its internal environment is built within NetSuite. It's it's I think it's the only WMS solution that is. And if you are a a NetSuite diehard user like us, that that was imp- you know imperative. And in fact. We made the boat. We made the decision to use NetSuite, um, really, because it had everything under one umbrella. Um, so our CRM, our accounting, our um, ordering, even the e-commerce website is all in NetSuite's internal platform. And so when it came to the WMS solution, we felt well, we shouldn't we shouldn't verge away from the core reasons why we're using NetSuite, and that was um, to keep everything within one uh, one umbrella. And, and I think that's quite it's quite unique and powerful as a business to, to stay true to that because it, 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 the reason why that's so important is there's seamless integration. So there's never um, either mis, misinformation relying on feeds that may be timely or costly and so on. So that's, that was really kind of the initial thing that really set out to our smart for us. Um, and yeah, I mean, um, so two years on it, you know, we're really happy with that decision and we, we further, as the business has grown, I, I guess we've we've grown um, we've grown our, uh, our different features and products and tools that we use within RSMART as, as well as within NetSuite. So, Adam, I, I want to kind of transition to talk a little bit about customer service. Customer service is very important um, to RF Smart, and then of course to RF Smart customers. And that was something that was kind of missing um, initially for you guys as you began to scale. Um, there were some cracks in that customer service um, aspect just from not having um, the technology, the mobile inventory. So uh, could you speak to some of the improvements in customer service and also retention? You guys saw a huge improvement in retention. I'll let you share. But um, once you started using Arv Smart, can you just kind of list off some of those statistics? Yes, yes, certainly. So, um, yes, I guess yeah, just sort of give a bit of background. Like we we sell um, we sell, sell basically commodity products. We sell all, all the big branded pet foods, 
um, toys and accessories and meds. So we will we'll sell Mars and Nestle's uh, brands and, and we'll compete directly with Amazon and, and the supermarkets uh, and the equivalents of PetSmart and Petco in the UK. So um, it, customer service kind of is it, we identify that as being a very important thing for us is how can you outmaneuver Amazon? How can you, you know, be, you know, be, be you know, offer a value added services and, and customer services is one, you know, really obvious, you know, option for many businesses. Um, just even having a telephone number at the top of your page, you already, uh, leaps and bounds ahead. Um, and so, um, back when we were very small and myself and Lexi used to pick and pack all the orders, we used to handwrite notes, um, I'd even hand hand deliver the ones locally, um, but we were we were sort of time rich and cash poor back then, so that that you know worked. Um, but as you get bigger, um, it's yeah, it, you know, it's, it, for us and you know, if you want to make customer service your thing, you know, that's it's important not to lose those original, I guess, strengths that really made you know defined and made your business different. And and that's very, it's very ha- happens very easily with growth, and it's always constantly a challenge for us um um you know how do you keep that personal um personal touch and and you know in turn that generally leads to you know retention rate and um repeat orders and and, and so on so um yeah customer services is really key for us and i guess what we saw is once so you know there's i guess three phases of when me and lexi were doing it ourselves so then when we had this sort of eight thousand square foot house and then when we had this big forty thousand square foot warehouse um, when, um, and each, each sort of growth st- a surge, we see, we, you know, you start to see cracks appear. Um, and one of the big ones for us that we started to see is we got bu- busier. And as a result with the cracks, we started to see, uh, you know, more negative reviews appear on the review websites, um, customer retention fall down, um, you know, like, you know, lifelong loyal customers leaving us and, you know, and, and that, that, that you know, can, can have a really huge impact. So, um, and the cracks were basically from an operational standpoint, um, came from, um, actually not, not having, I guess, you know, in its basic form is, is not delivering, um, either delivering the, the correct product in the time that we said we would, or just not, not being able to deliver at all. So we'd sell products, but we didn't have, we didn't have accurate stock levels, and then actually we find it hard to source new products from the manufacturers. So, just getting that simple, that simple thing right of having live accurate stock levels, and then making sure you pick and pack the correct product, um, and then making sure it gets to them in 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 super fast time. Um, just focusing on that is a very powerful, you know, success model for any business. Um, because you, you start to just see your retention rate increase. And so um, pre, pre our smart, we, we had about a 40% retention rate, but since, since our smart and, um, and, and really focusing on, on, on getting our operations in gear where we now have a 70% retention rate um, and, and the lifetime value and, and, and profit for customers, you know, significantly increased in turn. Um, so it's, it's definitely been a massive game changer for us. So I do want to, I want to kind of move into talking. I know that functionality wise, you are using bin put away, item lookup, sales order picking, um, amongst other things. And so um, I, I want to talk about this ROI though. And if you could just speak to the, the, what is the biggest ROI that you're seeing? Um, and then after that, I want to, I want to talk about how you are 
using that data in order to make some decisions because you guys have some really exciting stuff happening in your warehouse. So what, mm. you know, first question, what is the biggest ROI? I think, um, I think, I mean, it definitely, I think doing an exercise of actually cost savings on, on, on different areas would, you know, would be, you know, really interesting. I, I guess from, from my observations, I think that, you know, the biggest return on investment from it is, is, is in the, the, the efficiency of it, of it, um, of picking and packing. Um, um, but actually also, um, it's actually on the sales sales side and, and customer retention. It's really those two things together um, that that's had the biggest in, improvement. And it's interesting because the sales and uh, retention rates um, are probably not always thought necessarily go hand in hand with the WMS solution. But um, it definitely, um, particularly in this you know this day and age where e-commerce is um, you know the benchmark of what 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 good e-commerce looks like is, is high. Um, you, you've got to be really offering um, similar service to, to the likes of Amazon to, to even exist these days. So um, I think, um, yeah, I, th- I think those are the sort of the two, the two big areas. Um, in, in, in terms of the warehouse efficiency, um, the pick and packers, um, I mean, we just, at this size of business, we just couldn't, we couldn't operate without it, without um, a, a WMS solution in. Um, so it wouldn't even be questionable, but um, I think um, I think the fact that it's, that RS not built within NetSuite, it's it's been provided even better return on investment because we've been able to utilize an existing our investment already into NetSuite coupled with our smart. So it's not like we've had to, you know, for example, to save search reports and and things like that. So there's been um, a huge advantage by by bringing our smart that's already in this environment. Um, but yeah, in terms of picking and packing efficiencies and, and training, um, I mean, I, I probably, it's, I would, I would guess that it's kind of speeded up the, the packers. I mean, almost by a hundred percent, you know, that they're, they're, they're doing sort of, you know, 150 to 300 orders a day pickers, a similar level whereas before um, they, they were doing, you know, yeah, I mean, 50, 50 orders would be would be good, really. So it's it's really um, it's really helped helped make you know improve their efficiencies, and that's just by knowing where the stock is and walking straight there rather than having to walk around and and look for stock. Um, the on the on the sort of sales side and customer retention side, um, yeah, that's it. It's hard to to really quantify because we we're growing in in many for many different reasons but um i i think customer you know customer service and customer retention is is really key for our business because there's such a high repeat purchase pattern so if we didn't it wouldn't even be worth investing in all the marketing and all the fun you know the fun kind of um social media stuff that we do if you're not able to do the simple part like you know i want to move into this third piece of our conversation today, which is really kind of diving into those metrics that you are keeping track of. Um, and you you monitor these very closely. Um, you spend a lot of time um, monitoring this and, and having really, you have a great grasp on 
what is happening within your organization. Um, I, I'm curious about the KPIs that you are tracking um, and then how you are using that decision to make data. So I'd love to hear what KPIs you are using, but then I also, I want to talk about how you're using that to make decisions um, and how you've implemented that um, within your warehouse. So, uh, you know, what, what, are, what exactly are you measuring? Um, yeah, so we, we measure, um, uh, yeah, I guess a whole, a whole variety of different metrics um, because there's so many uh, different parts to, to the warehouse. So um, there's good goods in, put away, um, um, picking, packing, um, and, 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 and so on. And so there's, I guess what we've, what we've, what's really powerful is, and I've mentioned it before, is with our smart being built with a NetSuite, it creates this really cool ability to be able to pull out reports and date and KPIs that, um, that are important to your business. So we've, um, I, I mean, I, I do love warehousing and I, I, I think there's there's so much like real extra value add and savings to be had by by getting where you know it's it's ultimately the the hot you know it's the motor to any business um, distribution business that is because you're only as good as your as your stock levels and, and the ability to get it out um, in time. So we we monitor every, everything and I guess each department we've built a dashboard uh, within NetSuite. Um, that monitors the RSmart's performance. So, um, on its on, on the simplest level, we have um, current orders needing to be picked and packed, um, orders that were packed yesterday, orders that were picked yesterday, um, and orders that are that have been picked at this you know to, to current time and, and packed to current time. And the importance of that is, and it starts to give you an idea of. Um, of how many staff you need each day, because particularly with this current times of, of sales going up and down, um, it means you can you can you can actually uh, adjust a lot more quickly. So, okay, we, if you know it takes you have a hundred, I don't know, hundred um, one person can do a hundred orders in a shift, um, and you've suddenly got an increase of orders. You, it's just a simple. It empowers the warehouse management team to better recruit you know recruit people quickly. Um, it also. Um, um, I'm just trying to think. It all, the other way the warehouse management looks at it is, um, we have, we oh that was it. Yeah, we also have metrics monitoring orders on a on a daily basis of how old they are within um, our how old they are within NetSuite. So we can start to get a timestamp to see, okay, are there any orders that got stuck for some reason, um, and and the warehouse team can go can go in and reprint those orders and then give them to fix and packers. So it helps us sort of have this visual health of the business, make sure that we're getting all the orders out in time. And if there's a management side, you can oversee how, how, how they're performing there. Um, that's kind of on, on its sort of daily basis. Um, the other side, um, and in the important side is what we found is we don't really want to, you know, whether it's us as management or the warehouse management, spend our days um, constantly looking over people and saying, you know, you, you need to pick quicker and and, and uh, pack faster and so on, um, doesn't really lead to very you know great team environment. So what we 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 sat down with the warehouse you know members and said, you know, kind of what what would you like and so on, and you know they they all said, okay, we want 
we want uh, more money. It's probably quite obvious. And then we kind of like, and you know, you know, there's interesting questions like, oh, okay, what if we do overtime? Can we get paid more then? And 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 I kind of I mentioned we're selling a, a commodity product, but I guess I guess it's true of any business now. Is um, you know, I'm hearing more and more businesses not offering overtime for for doing out of office hours. And the, and the the reality is is that businesses, you know, we're under such tight profit pressures anyway. Um, we don't get any more profit if we pick in fact we just don't generally have any more margin for that so then it was like okay well how do we help empower them to achieve more um, and and give it to their control and how uh, and and that came down to okay well if if they really the only flex or or, or a way that we can unlock more profit to share with the team is by driving extra efficiencies out of the out of the out of the warehouse, um, and so that's kind of where we we built we built within our smart um, this really you know, I think it's quite cool sort of KPI metrics where we have uh, um, sort of I guess targets for three tiers of good you know better and best, and depending on those targets, um, you you then unlock a certain extra. Uh, in salary um but then what was equally interesting and cool because that that solves i guess the, the productivity side um but um the other cool thing is we then created a team bonus as well which then kind of gets this whole team uh sort of um atmosphere and, and ethos where everybody's wanting to help each other other so there isn't it isn't just about okay if i if i independently if i pack all my orders quickly then I'll get more money. Actually, um, that could actually incentivize negative behavior where people are only choosing quick orders. But we put a bit more of a, uh, a focus on on the team bonus. Um, then, it, then it becomes quite exciting where actually you're really not having to tell anybody else, oh, you shouldn't be on your phone or, or you know, you shouldn't be outside smoking when you should be working because the, the team the team is invested into it and they almost police police themselves. Um, and that's that's kind of where it. I think you know new, I guess new warehousing and and in sort of the gamification of warehousing comes you know really exciting, empowering. Where you're you're basically giving the power to the to the people. Um, and what's what's been key is it, with our smart within that is um, our smarts got it, it because it's it's got all these timestamps and movement stamps. Um, it's given us all these data points that we can then um, we can then monitor that. Now we do have some stats already within our smart that we use um, reports, but we've also taken that uh, some of those data points even further and put it into NetSuite, and that's where we built this um, KPI piece. And it's quite you know it's relatively pioneering and cutting edge um, stuff, which is only really possible because of the combination of our smart and NetSuite being together, um, and that's. Uh, as a competitive advantage against people, our competitors that are using two different silo software that can't speak, you know, it, it's very powerful um, and very exciting for any business um, to be able to, to, to do that. Now, it's, it, I talked about it from our perspective, and I appreciate that may not be relevant for everyone, but there's always some ways, you know, what's important for your employees, what do they, you know, what do they need and what, what's the metric for your business that improves your, uh, your profitability to be able to invest more into people um, is, 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 I guess, the exercise to go through. Um, and so uh, ultimately we found that if we, if the warehouse, imp you know, improves their 
their picking and packing performance even by 10%, um, the profit impact is, is, is quite heavily more, uh, more than that. Um, and, and so therefore we can share, share that, that profit, extra profit with them. Um, and it's, it's definitely, it's, it's, it's amazing when you look at, and you do, do the model of the savings, um, um, that you can get because it, it, it really, it brings, um, the business efficiencies are incredible and, you know, the cost of a salary is a lot. So they can pick 10% more, um, overnight. It, it has a very big impact. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of, um, um, what we've done, I guess to finish that off is what we've also done is, is to share that information with them. And that's something I'm always a big fan on with, um, with about NetSuite is, is you've got all this data to share it, whether it's sharing it with, um, your staff, whether it's your suppliers, but it, you've got the, this amazing data that you can now, um, share that can, everyone can be involved in and they feel a bit more involved. So for example, you can share with the pickers and packers, um, how many orders there are coming in. Um, but also this whole KPI chart, um, we've got up in our warehouse on, on a big monitor and they can see, they can see their own performance. Um, and, and they can see what they need, what the target they need to, you know, how many, how many minutes per uh, per per bin, or how many minutes per per, per order um, they need to get to get to unlock the next band, um, and and so it's yeah I I'm quite you know it's 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 quite nice to be able to you know to empower people to be a bit more in charge of their own destiny um, there, and um, I, I think particularly in warehousing environment it's um, it's not um, I don't know, it's, it's not done it's not being done so often and probably because it's, it's it's quite difficult to to do if you're using these silo bits of software but that's um definitely um you know really you know really quite exciting um for us and you don't net definitely you don't have to do it in NetSuite too you could just do it all in our smart um but um it, you could, there's other data points as well that you get from NetSuite that you can you can use well and you know knowledge is power, right? You don't know what you don't know. And so if you aren't utilizing these features of NetSuite and RF Smart, there are probably lots of things that you're missing. There's, you know, just the data that you're able to share with your oh, team. Yeah. I guess so. Like even on that side, it's just like, so we, we run our, uh, or we were running it 24-7 um, uh, during the COVID search. We now run it um, two shifts up until 10 p.m. Um, but you know, I'm we, we, just that knowledge is power too. From a management perspective, too, is that you you can you, you don't have to then be there on site. Um, yeah, sort of, you know, you know, asking people to pick harder or so on. You have complete um, faith that you know they they know that you know, and and generally everyone you know raise, you know does you know raises their game and does the best they can do. Um, so it's. Uh, it's a much more positive environment is what we're finding um, for us. And yeah, like you don't say so management's not there. You don't even have, you don't have to, you don't have to employ extra management to basically um, monitor performance. It's done. You let the system and, and the data do that. And you let people be, know that they're, they're in charge of that too themselves. Well, and as you know, as you're beginning to make decisions about this, if for those listening, you're thinking, okay, this sounds great. Like, 
But, you know, where do you where do you find the money? Like, where do you find the money to create this kind of incentive program, bonus program? And for Pet Shop, that's really directly reflected on being able to use RF Smart and NetSuite in order to have control over that obsolete stock like we talked about, um, have a little bit better um, information about customer retention. All of those things really tie together in order to create this, you know, you've got time savings, you've got increased accuracy, and now it's money savings. You're saving money that you're then able to reinvest back into your business. Yes, no, no, definitely. I mean, I'm you get you get all that extra, um, you get the savings and um, on the operational side um, to, to reinvest back. But actually, even I mean, just looking at the KPR, the KPI chart that we built, the the money to invest into the salaries is purely coming from the productivity savings. So that's self funded um, um, it, it, itself, which is why it that's really kind of neat. Um, about that side, but yet yeah, with the just on the customer retention side and the um, and the productivity side um, as well, that that that's also actually enabling us to invest more in in cut new customer acquisition or or employees to to help monitor you know to manage the extra growth as well. Yeah, it's amazing how this one part of your business, right, is now having effects in other places in your business, which I think is so neat and so. Many of our other customers are probably thinking the same thing. Like we, you know, we want to see these kinds of um, investments in other places. And so really having a good control on the metrics that um, you're able to access through NetSuite and RF Smart, I think is really key to doing that. Um, so Adam, thank you so much for sharing all of that. I know that those listening probably have a lot of questions and you're probably thinking, well, where do I even get started. And so um, if you're looking for that next step, I will leave a link. We have a guide on our website for calculating ROI um, of mar- mobile barcoding. And so I'll leave that link for you. You can check that out. Um, it's going to give you insights in where to look for ROI, how to measure it, how to calculate it. So you can, of course, prove return on your investment and then also quantify it and learn how to use those calculations to um, invest back into your business. We've also got um, a case study on our website with Pet Shop. And so I'll make sure that that's linked so you can see their story, share it with your friends. Um, It's all written out for you there. Um, If you are listening on YouTube, make sure you hit the like button and that you subscribe. Of course, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any of the streaming platforms, make sure you're subscribed so you can see when new episodes are released. Um, Hopefully this excites you. It makes you want to dig a little bit deeper uh, into areas in your business that you could see some improvements and then um, kind of being able to track that and then prove Um, you know, your investment. I think that that is so wonderful. A big thank you again to Adam and to Pet Shop. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. We're going to be back uh, with a few more episodes through the end of the year. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Thank you guys. Uh, We'll talk to you again real soon.